Entertain Podcast. I've learned that awkward segues into ads are just a part of hosting a podcast these days. Similar to how awkward phases are part of growing your business. With features dedicated to sales, marketing services, and more, HubSpot CRM platform is here to help your business grow better every step of the way. With intuitive visual workflows and bot builders, HubSpot CRM platform can automate campaigns across your website, email, social media, digital ads, and chat for clear communications and zero mixed messages. With the Teams feature, you can organize your accounts by teams and segment leads, sort through content, and easily view team performance reports. And thanks to sequences, you can now create flows to automate sales outreach, follow-up, and timed personalized emails so you can scale your customer relationships like never before. Learn more about how a HubSpot CRM platform can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Go ahead and get the recording started here. And uh, Ali, if there's anything else you want to add in context, if not, we can go ahead and uh, get things started with um, calling on group leads and I might bounce around. We've got six groups. So we've got quite a, quite a few people that are going to be speaking today. So I might just bounce around. I think we should just jump into it since time, time is limited and this is such an important and interesting and very timely topic. So let's get started. Awesome. All right. Well, you want to go, we'll go in reverse order. Maybe we'll go to group room six and start there. Um, I like to bounce around. So that would have been uh, Victoria, Oliver, Gabe, Gabriel, Amy, and Vashikta, hopefully I said that name correctly. Um, whoever the lead is from that room, if you wanna uh, raise your hand and share some feedback around the, the discussions of 2022 planning. If not, I will call on somebody. That's all right, Jeremy, you don't have to do that. Uh, I, was, I was voluntold, um, so here we are. Um, yeah, so we we really only got to tackle uh, one of the questions, I'd say, which was how do you just align with your customers' objectives and how do you find out about their goals for the year um, and, and take action based on that. So some of the things that I uh, wrote down here is, you know, one, we talked about like, of course, aligning with sales, um, seeing like what are the contract deliverables that were agreed upon um, and, and make even if you can get like an SOW or a, a copy of the contract, that, that'd be great. It's always good, I think, is in CS to make sure you can review that um, and, and then make sure that that's being conveyed to your other colleagues. Continually doing that in a periodic way. One of the things that was talked about, especially maybe with larger customers like enterprise level, user forums where you can have exec sponsors, middle management and users in the user forums, um, you know, presenting project plans, asking for feedback. Um, that's, that's some of the things that we had chatted about there. Also researching industry trends. And I threw this one in because I am in a somewhat new space. I'm in healthcare, but I joined a new space of the, you know, healthcare industry. And a lot of the terms are new. And so I got to really be on top of my like, game when I'm talking to a lot of like PhD or, or medical staff and make sure I'm understanding these terms and how revenue you know, streams work for them. I think you knowing the industry um, and how it impacts your customers is a huge way that you can be a, an advisor when it comes to um, setting goals as well and helping with that. Um, and uh, then let's see. 
what else? Oh yeah. And having an org chart, especially if you like, you have a big team or if your customer has a big team, understanding the playing field, you know, how roles interact with others and, and what the exact like responsibilities, a racy chart um, could be very helpful just as you're engaging and they're engaging you. Um, so yeah, those are the things I jotted down. Awesome. Well, so I have a, I have a follow-up question on that org chart piece of it, because this seems to be a hot topic of how do I actively manage org charts? Did anybody in the group discuss how they're doing that? They're using technology through PowerPoint, um, any feedback that you have on that? I, we did not talk on that topic. I will say, I thankfully have a team that I can like throw that to where I work and like, hey, can you guys update this for us? Um, so that's nice. But yeah, I, 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 that's all I would be able to offer. Yeah. Thinking Fair about enough. resources for, for the org chart, what about going back to sales? If they originally sold it, they probably did some sort of mapping. So to successfully make the sale. So maybe they already have a starter kit that you can build off of. Obviously things change, but at least start with what they had. I misinterpreted the question. I thought internally showing your internal to the customer. Um, externally, yeah, um, that's that's a great point. And I think that is true because sales, again, I think having an SOW and access to it, some organizations don't allow you having access to the contract, but I actually think that's really important. And then tracking things in a CRM and, and having that tagged appropriately. Thank you for, thank you for, I guess, volunteering or from being volunteered and for having a smile on your face with some very interesting topics. Thanks for representing your group. Let's go to number six. That was, we just did number six. Let's go to number five. So Ver Veronica, Sophia, James, Eric, or Corey. I saw Corey voluntold in the chat, but I don't know if he actually agrees to that or not. Yeah, I will absolutely um, accept that volunteer. So um, I kind of just brought up when we were talking kind of on the same topic, but a little bit of kind of a shared CS pain point, which is, yes, we want to talk 2022 goals. We want to get the new year kicked off, all of that good stuff. How do you get the customer on the call? Um, for me personally, I have a lot of issues where I feel like I'm just constantly checking in, like, let's get on a call. Do you have time to meet? Um, so that really kind of spurred our conversation a little bit. So it's a little bit off of the original questions, but just wanted to talk about some of the food for thought we shared about. Um, it was important, you know, we all send these invites out to get people on a 2022 kickoff. We can talk goals, you know, out the end here and, and really relay all of those goals with them. But, you know, when you don't get a response, it looks to be a perfectly healthy customer, but they, they just aren't getting back to you. You've made yourself known. Um, some food for thought that everybody brought up, and I took a lot of notes because I got a lot out of this, and I know it's a kind of a shared CS pain point. Um, looking at this, you know, are you talking to the right person? Depending on your industry, depending on who you have, we have so much data in our CRMs. You know, is your current key contact in your CRM actually who you need to be talking to? Are you supposed to talk to a technical person, administrative? You know, it can really run the gamut. So if you're basing it just off of what's in your CRM, you might not be talking to the right person. So know your audience was a big one. Um, a second one, which I really thought was, was super important and something we take at my company is like, no email should ever be just checking in. 
um, try find a value add, no matter what you're doing. If it's a value add of just, we have this new feature, check our release notes, um, subscribe to this, or we have a webinar coming up, add some sort of value add, get them to want to, to open that email, get them to want to talk to you about your value add. So that's something I'm certainly going to be doing is like some handouts or getting some release radar emails sent out. Um, talking about feature. And then if you have a good CRM, if you're, you know, looking at this and you can go back to the account history, whether it was your account or not as a CSM, looking at things that they asked for before, features that they wanted, development items, you can certainly add that into your email and say, hey, wanted to talk to you about this feature. Um, making your point clear is another good way to get that call going to make sure that the person knows that you're not just reaching out to them just to reach out, you know, why are we meeting, what are we looking at doing. Um, and then we talk about like bringing up the industry. So looking at, you know, something that has worked for the other, the other CS teammates in our call was what are the competitors doing? So if you can bring up their industry, say like, you know, some of your peers meet with us quarterly, some of your peers meet with us monthly to kind of talk over goals and to chart a path about how we can help. We'd like to get you on that same cadence. So I kind of derailed a little bit by bringing up that, that pain point, but I, I had a really productive discussion about, you know, how do you really get somebody involved, get them to want to meet with you? So that's all from us, but I thought it was great. Yeah, this is actually something. Yeah, no, I was going to say, Allie, this is something you and I were actually talking about a little bit before the start of the meeting and then um, during the breakout as well is the, that idea of, um, yeah, I love that piece about adding value, not just being a, a check-in, right? And actually, the example I shared is uh, around using any and all opportunity that you have to interact with the customer as an opportunity to remind them of the bigger picture that's going on in their accounts, meaning that, um, like an example, yesterday I was on a NPS detractor call with one of, one of our customers, and we were able to use that call not only to pinpoint the technical problem, right, what was causing the bad feedback, but we were also able to tie that, that the problem, the issue, the challenge back to that customer's desired outcome, aka the goals that he was compensated on, the goals his team is compensated on. So now that when we move forward, right, as a part of our plan of action, we are not just addressing the issue that in the feedback, but we're addressing the, that issue, that challenge in context of the goal that they're trying to achieve. So you don't have, and I would say, you don't have to over-engineer it, right? That adding value can be very simple in, in that dialogue, in that discussion, in that you can use any touch point at any time to figure out what those goals are around the challenges, or, or um, if you know those already, reminding the customer of, hey, this is what's going on. Um, you told me this a month ago, um, and the, how does this piece, this challenge, what you're trying to do tie into your successful achievement of these goals at the end. So I agree, right? Get, a, get away from the check-in, adding value um, and determining when a customer isn't engaging with you, whether that's a good or a bad thing, because not every customer is going to interact with you the same way. Um, and sometimes a customer, you know, being dark for a month might just mean that they're in, uh, you know, they're in a busy time of year and they're not, they don't have time to interact with you versus somebody who talks to you every day goes dark for a month. There might be something else going on there uh, that you might want to check in with. So I appreciate that um, a lot, Corey. And you sound like you're, it sounds like you had a fun group discussion. I wish I would have popped into your group to, to listen in on that. So thank you. Does anybody else from uh, uh, group the uh, group five want to had any other feedback they want to share before we move on? 
Hey, Gengar Rotane. I wanted to tell you about the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast hosted by John Jantz and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. The Duct Tape Marketing shares tips, tactics, and resources for you and your business. One thing that they've talked about recently is mapping out where your best customers want to go, which hits on a core customer success tenet of customer journey mapping. So go listen to the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right. All right, I think group four, we'll just keep going in order. Group four, so this would have been Divya, Jamie, Michelle, and Yarden. I, uh, I actually want to hear from, I don't know who got voluntold, but I actually want to hear from Michelle on this one. Um, I'm sure she was probably waiting for me to call call on her. But, oh, uh, me. I wasn't the one that took the notes, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, um, if you want to add anything that stuck, stuck out, uh, stood out to you, and then uh, whoever took the notes from the group, you can pass over to them. How about that? What stood out to me? Uh, no, you know, the biggest thing, which is my biggest thing as well, how I live my life is just, uh, and this is in response to question number three, it's building relationships and, and getting to know your customer and, and being in that constant communication with them. But uh, like Divya said, constant is going to vary by the customer. It's, you know, understanding your customer, you're going to know what kind of cadence that they're going to want to deal with, that they're going to want to hear from you. and. Um, moving forward from there. Yeah, Michelle. So um, I was with Michelle also in the group and I was uh, volunteered. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, hi, Ali. Uh, I know you're from somewhere. Uh, from we're working Colorado. We're working on the same team uh, at Simo Web, and I'm very happy to be here. So on our team, I've been with Jamie, uh, Michelle, and Divya, and it was First of all, very nice to see many people from all around the world gathering together and talking about client success um, stuff. Um, and yeah, we talked about like on many things that are related to like going on a call on 2022 meeting with your clients. So uh, we said that um, a, like coming on a call, um, with uh, all to like understand your client's ob objectives, first of all, and talking with them about uh, like coming with a strategy uh, to the call, talking about revenue driving, um, a, also coming with some reports on, on their usage, on, on their industry, something that is re uh, relevant for them. Um, especially uh, hearing feedbacks from the clients. Um, we said that usually we forget to like ask, stop for a moment and ask them, what do they think about uh, our service? Even if it's not totally positive, like just to ask for, uh, to hear what they have to say. Um, I think we also talked about to understand their pain points uh and what our product can deliver for them um what can we give them even if it's not in our feature or product what what is uh what is out there that we could maybe find uh in um, um other ways a building relationship as michelle said um uh, keeping uh, the communication with them 
sending some emails with valuable insights. This is something that we talked about as well. Uh, how do we prioritize our contacts? Because when we are managing so many accounts, so many clients, how do we prioritize um, with who we're contacting right now and who we can just give them the flow on the platform or the service? Um, I was asked, and that was nice, like, uh, will I reach back to a client that uh, was churned, for example? If he was already churned, would I contact them again? And basically, I want to believe that, yes, if I have their contacts, I would like to offer them again my service in a few months after they uh, leave our service. Um, I invite my... Uh, Groupmates also to add some of their uh, thoughts to that. I think I will go if that's okay. Um, touching on the the last point uh, that he just brought up about, um, I actually asked him if he would actually reach out to trend customers. Um, the reason I asked was because that is something that we would try to implement, uh, implement at least for the company that I'm working for at the moment, and. Um, of course, it's definitely case on case basis. The reason that they have churned, whether we could not deliver a feature that was requested on time. And if we do have that in the future, would we still reach out to them? That would be one of the factors that we would actually reach out to them as well. Um, of course, we do have some clients who uh, are sensitive to cost. Um, we would definitely reach out to them as well in the future, hoping that things got a bit better for them. Um, it's not, I, I would, I would say that I wouldn't do that all of a sudden after six months just reaching out to them. I would try to maintain a relationship in between probably once in two months or once in five weeks or so to just reach out to just check in with them. Yeah. That's a really oh. interesting. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ali. Oh, I was going to say, wow, all of these points were so good. I could probably like pick apart. I don't know how other people feel, pick apart like every point and go into it for such a long deep dive because everything is wow but something that I've heard each group say is industry so this is now becoming like a common theme so something that we should definitely consider going forward when you speak to your clients is even if you're having trouble getting them to speak to you or you want to provide them more value or you want to talk about your 2022 goals put them in the context of their industry because they're probably not just a standalone product they have a competitor. They want to know what other people in the industry are doing, what's working, what's not working. So food for thought. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, we've got, we're running out of time fast and we've still got a few groups to get to. So I definitely want to make sure we have a chance to hear from everybody. So uh, group, yes, yes, and hear less of me. So room three said so, uh, uh, Megan, Mohammed, Vinny, uh, Bali. Hey, yes, yeah, so I'll speak on group three, if that's okay. Uh, I'm going to speak quickly because I know we have a uh, short amount of time, but basically it's just, uh, you know, checking in, uh, clearly checking in with the customer and just uh, seeing how their holidays were going and then what's going on currently with events and whatnot in the industry as well, too. And uh, it's basically, yes, what everybody's saying, just like what's going on with the industry, our competitors and things like that. We harped on that a lot. Um, and just seeing what we did and did not accomplish from our last meeting in 2021. Um, what plan of action do we want to take moving forward? I have a bunch of notes, that's why I'm looking down. 
um, any company updates, you know, where are we going, what new initiatives we have, looking at the org charts, um, seeing if there's any changes with new sponsors or champions and just getting a better understanding of our, our new features, uh, creating a joint success plan and just keeping track of what's going on, what's their cadence, uh, what's their preferred communication moving forward, and uh, just seeing if we can obtain any feedback and just what's really important to them and, and how we can add more value and just get them to their overall outcomes and complete their goals and things like that. So I love, there's something in there that I think we often overlook, Vinny, um, that is that, that preferred method of communication. Um, how, how often do we forget to ask that question? It's so simple, right? We would ask our friends like, hey, do you want me to call you about this? Do you want me to text you about this? Do you want to get email? Um, you know, I'm not saying that I want everybody to have my personal cell phone number, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's such a simple and powerful way where you can put the content and the context right where that person is, right where they live, right? Maybe it's a LinkedIn message. Maybe it is a text. Maybe it's an email. Um, but whatever it is, right, getting that information up front, um, I think it's something that as we partner, I heard partnership with sales, right? getting sales to help you ask that question earlier in their process. So when it gets to you, right, you can validate like, Hey, you know, I, I see here that I prefer to communicate in this way. Is that still valid? Right. That doesn't mean we won't try to reach you in other ways, but knowing that they'll be faster. Right. And saving that preferred method for those like really critical, really time sensitive things to get them, you know, get them on, on the phone. So I appreciate you in your group sharing that feedback. I think that's, uh, that's really awesome um, and often overlooked. Awesome. Um, uh, not to take away from Ellie here, we get a couple more groups. So group two, Eileen, Felicia, Mark, Matt, Veronica, anything, anything that we haven't touched on yet that your group talked about that you want to add? Hi, hi, it's Felicia. I'm the reporter and I apologize. I don't know if you saw my note. I'm sick. So that's why I'm not on camera today. So um, I apologize for that. So we talked about um, the method of the meeting. So face to face, uh, probably being most valuable at the, the, the start of the year. Um, also talked about um, that it's not necessarily January 2022, that would be the new year for them. So I have an accounting background. So I'm always thinking fiscal year, when, when is it? So we talked about backing that up to uh, the budget. You're talking to them prior to their budgetary process because you want to get, um, you know, into their plans. And then so a kickoff for their new year, whenever that new year is, would be, okay, so how are you executing on those plans that we talked about? And, and I think, you know, adding on to something that somebody already said was, what are their goals? What are their objectives? What is, you know, that person being measured on? and getting now deeper into that so that you can set the stage for the entire year um, and um, just getting really close to that. I think somebody also mentioned, of course, reassessing you know, what happened in the prior year and setting the right expectations um, going forward. So reevaluation and of course, your the plans change throughout the year, so fluid throughout the year, but um, really resetting come uh, the new year. <clears throat> Excuse me, I think there was um, one other point here. Um, just being, uh, making the connections with the clients, of course, to uh, build building trust. Um, 
I actually learned a lot listening to the other group. So I appreciate that. I'll throw that out while I'm uh, reading my notes here. Um, and how to pull an unsuccessful uh, client. We did not necessarily hit on that specifically, but I think the things that we talked about, um, you know, staying close to their goals uh, is one of them. And something that made me realize we're talking about organizations is at the new year, there's been a lot of change in the organization. So there's been promotions, un unfortunate, you know, layoffs. Um, so, you know, really a great time to um, talk about, you know, the change in players um, throughout the organization, because those actions usually happen around the year end. That's great. Yeah, you added, there's a lot of great little nuggets in there as well, right around, uh, you know, around the way that you manage your customers and communicating them. So really appreciate you sharing all that and behind your, your group. Um, and you had some, you had some powerhouses in your group, that's for sure. So um, really glad you, you did a great job of synthesizing that. And I do also hope that you feel better as well. Um, I know I appreciate you being here, especially, uh, um, you know, when you're not hundred percent. So thank you. Um, lastly, uh, 60, 90 seconds, uh, um, Elena, Michelle, or Susan from group one, anything either the three of you want to add to what's been shared before we wrap up discussion today? Yes. Okay. I'm our spokesperson and I only have 60 seconds. So, um, a lot of what everyone has already said is what we talked about. We had two people in our group that, um, their cadence is, um, not necessarily first of the year. One was event driven. Um, Holly works for ed tech companies, so it's a school year. So just really knowing when to um, engage in these kinds of, you know, new year, new goal conversations. We did spend some time um, talking about how to re-engage customers that maybe are not doing so well. And we talked a lot about like education and training. Um, you know, you may have customers that maybe over the course of the years, like they weren't involved in initial onboarding, they haven't had any formal training, maybe they don't know all the features and functionalities that your product has to offer. So giving them some education, some awareness, and of course, um, you know, when we're reaching out, it's always like value driven, um, not just a check in, but, you know, something that, um, you know, give me five minutes to show me to for me to show you something that could be helpful to you that would be valuable to you in your everyday. So um, awesome. that was our 60 second recap. That's awesome. You did a great <laughs> job, Susan. And for and speaking on behalf of your group, I think Susan gets a deserves a round of applause for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So um, but thank you. So time. I. Um, so first off, thank you to our, you know, to our host, Allie, for the great topic and leading our discussion today. I know I interjected more than I intended to, but that's my it's personality. It's a good practice so. <laughs> for me. I'm normally so chatty. But, People here from Simmerlo know it. It's a nice quality for me to step back. <laughs> yeah. Well, we appreciate you having. Thank you for kicking off 2022 with such a great topic and discussion. A um, couple of housekeeping. You're going to get a... a, a survey, um, just ask them about feedback, please send it through. Uh, we do look at all the feedback you send through. So anything we can do to improve it, make this better, please let us know. Um, or any host submissions, please feel free to let us know there too. And uh, if you uh, know a CS Ops uh, leader um, that you want to send to GGR CS Ops office hours next week, please do so. Um, but we greatly appreciate you all, see you all in February, if we don't see you on one of the other office hours. And uh, thanks again, and y'all take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Hey guys, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to the Gain, Grow, Retain podcast. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Talk to you soon.